Welcome back. How are you? Didn't see you there. This is Unseen Underground Podcast, and my name is Unsung, at Unsung the Rapper on socials. My real name is Steve. Welcome to episode two. I made it, so did you. Uh, today's guest is very special. Uh, somebody I've known for a very long time, uh, electronically, Kuna Bear. Kuna Bear is going to share some stories with us, starting off with a series of very creepy, skin-tingling dreams, and then we're going to go into some stories about haunted basement, and then finally some phantasmagoria that happened to him when he was in L.A. You can find him online at Kunabear, C-U-N-A-B-E-A-R. You can also check the links in the description. Also, beartoothtapes.bandcamp.com and kunabear.bandcamp.com. Let's just get right into it. All right. Well, thank you for tuning in to episode two of the Unseen Underground podcast. I'm your host, Unsung. With me today is one of my absolute favorite humans in the universe. Uh, (laughs) We've never met in person, even though I was scheduled to play a show through some miscommunication. I did not make it to the show, um, (laughs) but apparently my name was still on the flyer. So I apologize for that, but one of my favorite musicians, uh, like I said, humans, creative minds, just uh, energy fields, just all around. Kuna Bear. Hi, how are y'all doing? <laughs> the, the leader of the Beartooth Collective. Uh, yes. One of the most positive movements, collectives that I've ever been around, had the pleasure to be around. Uh, the honor is mine. You know, the honor is mine. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Thank you so much for uh, coming out tonight. Uh, sitting on the couch with me. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> virtual couch. Um, virtual couch. Can you give them just like a little brief introduction to yourself? Yeah, definitely. Um, so my name is Kuna Bear. I'm originally from Richmond, Virginia. I grew up there, was there for about 15 years. Uh, and then I moved to Savannah, Georgia, and I've been here for about 10 years and I've seen a lot of weird, random shit <laughs> in, my, <laughs> in my life. Just like both specifically in Virginia, like the area that I grew up in outside of Richmond was like heavy during early Civil War era mm, time. For sure. So there's a lot of like Na- Native American burial ground that was paved over and then yeah. turned into suburbia. So I've just experienced a lot of random weird shit out there. Growing up there, you spend all this time taking field trips in school, like in public school. You take all these field trips to like, this is where they had this battle. Here's where they have these cannons that are all preserved. This is where like thousands of people died. As a kid, you don't really process what any of that shit means because you're like 700 years removed from 90% of what they're talking about and for you, it's just either a grade to get or, you know, you're wasting your time picking rocks and eating mud or whatever. <laughs> no, no, I, I completely agree with you. And and I felt the same way when I was a kid. You you can't process history that well, I don't think. No, I just don't all. think it's in your brain yet to be able to process that. I felt like all we learned about in school was silt farming. Yeah. And that's it. So I understand you had you had some stories uh, when I first posted this on Twitter. Um, <laughs> yeah. You... Uh, which I didn't expect anybody to say anything about, but got a lot of responses. So I figured what the hell, let's just try it and see how it goes. And when you responded in the, in the discord, the Beartooth discord, I was super excited just to get to talk to you one-on-one, which I mean, not that we can't, 
you know? Not that we can't just happen. talk sometime, but yeah, it just hasn't happened. Um, so I was really excited just to get you on the, the virtual phone couch. Um, yeah, I'm excited sp- to be spaceship. here So, I mean, this is open to crazy, weird nightmares, dreams, recurring dreams, uh, Bigfoot encounters, uh, haunted vegetable patches. I I grew up having night terrors. I had night terrors until I was probably like mm, 10 or 11 from the inside looking outward. I would say they were never to the point where I was like having violent fits, but I did have like reoccurring night terrors pretty consistently. And there was this one that to this day I cannot source in my own mind scrubbing through the details. I'm like, where could this have fucking come from? Like, like you remembered it later in life or something? Yeah. I remembered it later in life and I'm like, what in the fuck was my subconscious doing? (laughs) Like night terrors be damned. Like what the fuck? It was just super psychedelic. And I feel like in a way kind of, led the path for the like psychedelic type of human being that I tended towards being as I grew older. Right. Um, just tapped into all kinds of witchery and, and weird shit. But so there's this night terror I had when I was a kid where I would be one of like six kids in a playroom and you're looking at the room from an out of body perspective, almost kind of like you're, not like a, a security camera necessarily, but like you're in that position on the wall where you're high up yeah. and you're kind of looking down over the scenery of what's going on in this in this night terror. And it would be me and like six kids and we'd all be doing some various like kid activity. Some kid might be like drawing on some paper. Some kids might be like playing tag, running around the room. Some kids are playing with toys, whatever. Just having and sticky then, sticky hands. I mean, that's what yeah, kids do. Kids always have actually. sticky hands. Yeah. <laughs> Never shake a kid's hand because it's going to be sticky as hell. <laughs> just sticky hand activity, y'all. Just like, you know, like four to like six-year-olds just fucking running around being rambunctious and yeah. shit. And then one by one, you'll notice each of the kids, like, without making any kind of obvious motion about it, they would just start to hide. Just like one by one, you just notice like, oh, shit, that kid went to this corner and hasn't come back out. Oh, shit, that kid is hiding behind the fucking, he's got the Tom and Jerry, uh, the windowsill with the curtains in front of it and his toes are sticking out. (laughs) 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 So you're just watching each of these kids one by one start to hide and I'm the only one in the middle of the room and I'm just playing, minding my own business. It was almost like someone held a lens tint in front of the camera like everything just starts to become one color it all goes like black and white and then starts to like chroma transition almost like you're looking at a holographic pokemon card it's just like Uh. starts to waver in all these different colors and then you see this fucking shadow approaching from down the hallway and it's getting bigger and bigger as whatever the fuck it is is coming closer to the room. And as it like crosses into the threshold of the doorway, the dream cuts out every time. And I would wow. freak the fuck out. And I would wake up like fucking covered in sweat and like screaming at the top of my lungs from what my parents have told me. I wasn't at the point where I was like, throwing punches and like flailing limbs but i was definitely like shaking and sweating and screaming and then that would just 
wake up and that shit happened every two or three nights it was never like a consistency like i just same, knew that not it would the same come dream. yeah multiple times a week i would have that exact same dream wow for like until i was like 11 11 or 12 that's terrifying that shit yeah, was like fucking- like he, just you telling the story i mean like kind of gave me chills but i mean that's the thing with that's the thing with my nightmares is that and and the thing that freaks me out the most when I'm watching a horror movie or, you know, like a, even a real life occurrence is when things change. Right. You know, when it goes from like everyday normalcy and it can even be just someone turning the back towards you. And all of a sudden in that dream or, you know, in a movie, you get the sense that if they turn back around, I don't want to see what they look like now. Even if even if they're making a slightly different face, even if it's not like a monster face, maybe they have a smirk now. It's just the sense of menace that something changed, the, the th- things shifted, and now it's it's dangerous. You know, it, that's the thing that made it unsettling for me growing up, and and being able to recall it was being like, why the fuck are they hiding before the thing shows up, and how do they know to hide? And for me to be the only one who consistently is like in my own consciousness is like what the fuck are you doing get the fuck out of there but <laughs> in the active subconsciousness of the night terror not having any kind of real thought at all right and and they have the forethought because they have to live through this every night <laughs> right <laughs> and, and you do too but you don't remember it it was so heavily surreal and that's part of why i started drawing honestly and becoming mm-hmm. like a visual artist was because i was like trying to work through these night terrors that i was having as a kid i felt empowered from visualizing some aspects of the things that scared me and being like well uh, if i can fucking like put this thing to paper and contort it and make it whatever like yeah put it on a cartoon character or something like it can't be that fucking <laughs> right right yeah you're yeah, taking control of it. yeah yeah exactly you're taking the power back Right. That's wild. <laughs> That's terrifying. <laughs> I'm sorry you had to go through that. It's all um, good. I haven't had a night there since I was probably like 12 or 13. Well, good. But I I've hope... heard some adults can get them. I... Not me. Fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. And especially because, like, now bad dreams have so much more weight to them. Like, when you're a kid, it's yeah. like, ah, shit. Yeah, I had this horrible experience, and I'm gonna go play. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You wake up from a bad dream as an adult, and that mood stays with you all the day. fucking whole day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be at work pissed off for no reason. Like, I man, know. I was late to work in my dream, though. <laughs> yeah, I woke up today from a bad dream, and I felt empty inside <laughs> all day. <laughs> I swear. Oh man, uh, be real. Hey, do you want to um, play a song? Yeah, definitely. Honestly, uh, thinking about these things makes me think of a. Uh, it makes me think of our record a lot because our record, Quiet Bear, Quiet yeah. Bear, had so many supernatural elements brought up into some of the lyrics. Dream and Traveler, like the, and the atmosphere of the beats that you made was just so like. Uh, there's not even a word that I feel like accurate because it's not like yeah i was watching a lot of like 60s nature documentaries really yeah and actually the the beats that i sent for quiet bear 2 are directly sampled from 
some of those nature documentaries. That's so sick. <laughs> so it's even That's more sick. in the element of where I was at than the first one. Because Which it's I directly feel. sampled from. Um, I've been working on that slowly in the background. I yeah. fucking love it. I love everything. Nice. <laughs> such do, a top producer. Do you want to play... Um, I don't know. I think two of my favorites that we're both on are probably uh, either uh, Tibet is that's probably that's probably my number one. It's just such a dope song. You want to play Tibet? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, and then I want some solo tracks from you tonight too. I can dig. I can dig it. You're gonna hear Tibet from uh, Kuna Bear and I's album Quiet Bear, Uh, and I'll give you all the links for. Uh, Kuna's music at the end of the show. Alright. Bear in a swamp hat circling a large rat of salt's too cold on a crew neck. I just flew in from Tibet riding tigers through the jungle from Bakuda vines and got trapped in a video online at loop six seconds at a six six seconds at a time. Six seconds at a six six seconds at a time. Speaking glisten to graffiti holograms. I was told there'd be more egregious acts of trust in this dump with the floors full of Nazi zombies from the cod screen to the motley right before me. So I mustered all the mozzie that I thought I could afford. Plagues of wood as Platforms got y'all's purpose misconstrued and results leave you bored. I took a lap around a napping turtles, having laughter at a course attacking the cracks of shells and half double slap, double slap, and it's super effective. Detective, can you help determine exactly whose man Kuna really is? Hang a giant bear claw from the chandelier. I got that Batman's ass, but never known fear by a name I couldn't tame with a crack of my tongue as the whip to ship you in shape. The love by the night and embrace by the day, beloved by the the night and embrace by the day Sabi zombie double feature in the park Give me minutes to perfect the perforation Through the screen, secular sensation of an airiness That fills my joints, hopping drier air And segments of the sights I've never seen But here we go, I was off into the air But the clouds, they didn't care Past a curiosity that fills my stamina with speed the Highway robbery that hits me smack within the jaw To pay the world with credit cards A model wire, perfect heart and perfect hair Forever seven letters in a picnic in the park Had me working in the dark Now I'm transferred to the screen again In monovision, psychedelic television, psychic can't go over psyche hibernation sounds quite frightening for but some by the yeah. night and embrace yeah. by the day beloved by the night and embrace by the day beloved by the night and embrace by the day beloved by the night all right so we were talking about dreams um have you ever had any like sightings or odd feelings or i guess in a sense i was like actively haunted when i was still living in virginia i was in this math rock band called days of anubis so we were having band practice one night at our drummer's girlfriend's house and we finished band practice we kind of put all our our shits aside and we were like all right let's just like sit down smoke a bowl place to Mario Kart 64. We're in the basement and in the basement on the couch, it's like an L-shaped couch and the TV's in front of us. And to the left of us is an open door that leads to like a storage closet. And to the right of us is like a pool table and all our music gear. They had this big gray industrial restaurant trash can that was in the basement. And just cause we eating pizza and shit down there, have a whole lot of trash. The lid of the trash can is on, 
while we're sitting here playing Mario Kart, and all four of us are staring at the screen. But I'm sitting on the far right edge, closest to where the trash can would be at. And we're playing fucking Mario Kart, and out the peripheral of my eye, I see the lid of the trash can lift very slowly up off the trash can. Mm. And this thing hovers probably like 10 inches up off the fucking uh, <laughs> top of the lid. And sits there for a second. And at first, I'm not paying attention because I'm kind of like, that might be a trick in my eye. I'm like heavy focused on the TV. So right. maybe I'm just getting tunnel vision. Right. And then I see it start to like wobble. <laughs> starts to shake and it starts to vibrate and it's like at this point all of us are looking at it and we no one's really said anything we're like what the fuck is happening <laughs> and this thing stops and then flies across the room into that open doorway and the door slammed shut and we were like what the <laughs> fuck is this <laughs> we're like yo what is going on oh my god freaking the fuck out and so we all like like trying to scramble to fucking get up off the couch and shit. We're like running towards the stairway. Bass player trips over on the carpet. <laughs> it's, it's like it's like a fucking Scooby Doo movie. Like we're all like scrambling to turn back around and like pick him yeah. up so that he's not down on the ground and shit. And we're running up the stairs, and the fucking door to get to her first floor is locked. But there's mm. not a lock on that door. Like, <laughs> the shit will not move. And we're like, yo, what the fuck? Like, screaming and pounding on the door. Like, someone let us out. Like, we're like, her parents got to be home. Her sister's got to be home. Like, somebody's got to be in this fucking house. I don't know who it is. Someone's got to be here. Someone's got to know where it is. Like, someone's got to hear us banging on this fucking door. Right. No one comes to the door. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> screaming like, ah, I'm a fucking ghost. We're watching. We need to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> they get to the point where Corey, the girl whose house we're at, she's like, "Hey guys, let's calm down for a second. Our house is built on Indian, on Native American burial ground. We get haunted all the time, so this shouldn't like. Let's not freak out." And I'm like, "What do you mean we get haunted all the time? Like you get haunted all the time. I don't get haunted for shit." went back downstairs and she's like just give it a minute she's like i have to do it she's like trying to interpret what the ghost might be thinking at this point she's like just let's just give it a minute and try to calm down like that ghost scared the actual piss out of me so i'm gonna go to the bathroom everybody's like downstairs still like they're all congregated by the stairs and i'm like i'm about to go to the bathroom it's like next to where the stair stairwell is so i go in the bathroom i take a piss i like splash my face with water i'm like trying to calm the fuck down the fucking mirror fogs <laughs> the mirror fogs it is not hot <laughs> there's no steam <laughs> the whole mirror fogs up i swear oh my on God. my life when this mirror had finger marks that spelled the words get out i no I way pissed myself again i was gonna I joke almost, did did I somebody write god. on it <laughs> i swear to god and so like now i'm freaking out because i'm like clearly the ghosts don't fuck with me personally <laughs> like i did some shit <laughs> to piss the spirit off and it does not fuck with me at all <laughs> 
in the bathroom now like pull on the door and the door is locked from the inside but the fucking door won't open i'm like someone get me out the fucking bathroom the ghost mm. doesn't like me <laughs> doesn't like me get me down and they can't hear me i swear to god when i i like i did the whole battering ram three times and the third time the door fucking opens on me like i tried to ram into this door it, it opened towards you it opened, oh, no, it opened away from me. Oh, okay. So like, I fell through the fucking door like a goddamn <laughs> sitcom character. <laughs> I shit you not when I get up off the floor and I'm like, y'all didn't hear? He fucking banging on the door. <laughs> and they were like, no, we didn't hear shit. I was like, yo, I'm never coming back to your house. Work, I swear to God. I ain't been back to her house since then. <laughs> I don't blame you at all. It's hard to weigh that experience on a scale of understanding oh yeah i can't even imagine i can't i can't fathom that no i would no i would have i would have been i would have been out of life at that point i just been like i don't want to experience this anymore let me just like move from this plane like i don't even want to take the chance of like getting out of that door and something else happening like i'm i'm just there's certain things i don't want to tap in on no no, same. I didn't do this intentionally, and look what happened. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what if I tried? <laughs> if I tried, I'd be terrified. It'll be so wrong. I would. Oh I would love God. to see you cast in a sitcom where you're just <laughs> everywhere you go, you're haunted. <laughs> oh my God! But like, it has to be that I'm haunted for no reason. No reason. No. <laughs> it can't be that I like fucked with the necronomicon no. <laughs> or like fell into a graveside or stole some shit it just, I just you know, it's like you're <laughs> next to the person that did some of this stuff every episode and the curse <laughs> just moves on to you or like i picked up their clothing or some shit yeah, like I'm yeah you bought it at a, at a goodwill <laughs> you got that cursed ass socks <laughs> <laughs> You have a song called Curse, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do. Is it on Steel Tip Bear Claw? It Bear's is. Claw? It's off the first Steel Tip Bear yeah. Claw record. <laughs> I was just thinking that. Curse. Hell yeah. All Shout right. out Steel Tip Dub. Shout out Steel Tip Dub. All right. And we will dust and gold bars, bare teeth and bear claws. Gold dust and gold bars, bare teeth and bear claws. Yeah. Prayer beads round the neck Weight of all his past selves Dead and respect Watch the hip connect Step off the nimbus Quick with the wrist flick Magic tricks Delay the visual Like faith with no rituals For sure Sublime but not subliminal Literal Fists full of physical blood Enough frustration with the way things were To swallow the sun A lack of education Let too many niggas drown in the flood Get stuck in the mud We don't navigate that path no more I dress for the work in my Sunday best It takes many helping hands to let one head rest Stepping off the nimbus Still higher than his curb appeal Grace enough stages to call curtains down And collect his wages Not enough to escape the plantation Though the mindset is slain The dead still complaining We're all slaves to the stuck together Pages in the books they used to burn Our food supplies the same And appetites are getting worse Empty out the deepest purse Oh what a horror Night to have a curse.
Damn, he off the Nimbus now, toes he still ain't touched the ground Pockets full of Pocky with a hockey jersey on We're all toys on an alien's front lawn To infinity and beyond Not buying what you're selling, kids get off of my lawn Master manager of mischief like backwood and drums Dangerous to touch like a bare hand of bronze Gold dust to gold bars, bare teeth and bare claws Put enough pressure on coal to start a diamond farm While eating chicken parm was there anything else you wanted to share with the uh with the audience tonight? ironically enough the we just talked about the first field the yeah. record that i did the second record that i'm working on currently is subtitled mm. phantasmagoria phantasmagoria for those of y'all who don't know there's multiple definitions for the word but i think it's the second definition is summed up as like surrealist happenings that feel dreamlike in the sense that they mm. happen and then they disappear and then they happen and they disappear in succession it's usually followed or accompanied by some form of deja vu or some form of unfamiliarity with a familiar place. One that happened to me when I was younger that was not nearly as substantial, but the one that I'm thinking of that really kind of like shook me a little bit. My real first name is Matt. My childhood nickname was Mookie. And so I started the whole rap career. I was about four albums in the Puna Bear. So I was like, it was like album number 15. I wanted to name the Mookie tape in honor of my family because my dad was about to go <clears throat> into the hospital. He had some heart complications at the time. So I'm naming this record and I'm kind of piecing things together for it. Valore, my friend, shout, shout out, out to Lord. Lady Valore, yeah. Beartooth Collective member. She invited me to go on my first tour ever. And so she's like, I have a bunch of friends that I used to see in high school. I want to use this tour as an excuse to go out to the to the other side of the country and see them finally make it out to la my homegirl ariel we stayed at her place and she gave us clown costumes and clown makeup because we we're in la and why not act <laughs> like a fucking weirdo <laughs> hell yeah so and also the place that we're performing at is like not a clown convention <laughs> but clowns and and like circus performers have this weekly event that they did at this spot called the CIA, the California Institute of That's Abnormal great. Arts. So we get to this place. Everybody has to have some form of some form of clown makeup <laughs> or dress on, even if they're not a clown or like even if they have a traveling act. It's like expected that you at least put like a red nose on or some like brown makeup, some shit. Like you gotta come with something. Get some big ass red shoes, whatever you got. <laughs> I, just, just, so, just to pause for a second. <laughs> I love the introduction of somebody yeah. going. I want you to come to place with me. Okay, what's what's it going to be like? It's not a clown convention. Right. <laughs> Sets the tone, right? <laughs> and then, like, we're in the place where the show's being held, and it's like an old Chinese themed amphitheater. So we play this show, and we get done with the show, and it's probably like. 11 o'clock at night and ariel's like all right so what do y'all want to do you're only in downtown you're, you're only in downtown la for tonight like we're leaving tomorrow to drive up the coast so do y'all want to just like wander downtown la and we're like <laughs> fuck yeah 
<laughs> full clown costume and makeup. Like, what the fuck else are we going to do? <laughs> so we wandered downtown LA and we're walking up the sidewalk, coming up to this red light. And we kind of stopped at the edge of the curb. And Valor had asked me some question. I don't even remember what she said. It was enough to make me look up from the ground and like look her in the eyes. And we're kind of having this conversation really quick. And so I like looked down at the floor, pick my phone out of my pocket and check and see what time it is. And I'm looking at the ground and I shit you not, at the very edge of my feet is the word Mookie written wow. in the cement. That's crazy. <laughs> it was the fucking weirdest shit. And I like, at the time, hadn't, I had named the album, but hadn't right. like shown anybody anything of it yet. And, and the whole tour, I had been having a little bit of heartbreak because I'm like freaking out in my head. Like right. my dad is going to be in the hospital. Something's going to happen to him and I'm going to be across the fucking country yeah. and won't be able yeah. to do shit about it. So I'm freaking out and questioning myself right. and questioning my purpose and like am i on the right path maybe i should have stayed home da, 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 da. and then the fucking universe <laughs> just writes the the title of the whole shit in front yeah. of me it's yeah. like nah bro you're exactly where you need to be and i was like if there was ever a sign yeah yeah i i can't say that i'm somebody who historically believes in signs but i believe that i was like you know what <laughs> maybe i'm on the right path <laughs> <laughs> and, and then like early, earlier the night at the show uh so we performed our set she and i did a joint set and then there's this band that comes on after us there's this local band to savannah georgia called zulu prophet they are homies of mine been like i looked up to them when i first moved to savannah as right. cats who had been in the scene for a long time <laughs> And the lead singer, Zulu, is this real small, skinny Rasta dude. Real small, skinny, dark-skinned black guy. And he's, like, got this very esoteric way of talking that's, like, hella specific to him. He has, like, these weird speech patterns and shit. And he kind of, like, drifts off in the middle of the conversation. You'll be talking to him and he'll be like, yeah, man, so that's the way that we need to do things. <laughs> And then we're going to take over. And you're like, what the fuck? Did you just, like, disappear? <laughs> and so I'm in L.A. and I'm watching the band that's going on after us perform. And their guitarist looks exactly like Zulu. Like, and it's freaking me out. Because at first I'm like, man, they kind of look similar. Yeah. Like, ha, that's funny. And then I'm watching them play and I'm listening to him sing. And I'm like, this is getting a little fucking weird. Like, he's really similar to Zulu from back home. And so they finished their set. And while they're, pa like, packing their stuff up, I was also packing my stuff up out, out back in, like, green room area. <clears throat> and so I saw them. I went over to the dude. And I was like, hey, man, y'all killed that shit tonight. And he was like, yeah, man, thank you. I appreciate it. And I was like, I just got to say, like, and I hope this doesn't come out as fucking weird, but... You look and sound exactly like this dude I know from back home. He was like, where's home? I was like, Savannah, Georgia. He was like, wow, that's crazy. What's the name of the guy? I was like, his name is Zulu. And he's like, 
well, it's crazy that you think that Zulu is everywhere because I am Zulu. And I was like, <laughs> bro, don't fuck with me right Wait, now. Wait, it was him? <laughs> it, but it wasn't the same Zulu. His name was Zulu also. It wasn't him, but it was some other dude who looked exactly like him. That's This was in LA. This was at the show that I had played. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> So they weren't they weren't phased by no, it. No, not even a little bit. Yeah. Like not remotely <laughs> or in great. the slightest were they even like, <laughs> huh, that's strange. A doppelganger version of me. Like not even remotely. They were just they were like, Yeah, I've heard this before. Our- so how about we play a song to play them out? Uh, yeah, I was gonna play uh Summoning spells for the emotionally impaired. I love that title. That is a great title. Okay. We're going to play that song for you. Uh, I want everyone to thank Cunabare for taking the time to enlighten us with his wild stories. I loved every second of it. And everyone will be able to hear more stories when we get to that point. Uh, We're hoping to get, we're hoping to get picked up for season two. Uh, So thank you so much for taking time tonight. Uh, like I said, you were one of my favorite people out there, and um, Thank you. so we're gonna we're gonna play you out with some Cuna Bear, Cuna Bear, Cuna Bear, Cuna Bear, Cuna Bear, Cuna Bear. Scruff and fairy dust More or less at the same expense It doesn't amount to spending much I grew these bones myself And birthed my voice A more meaningful gruff Find me in a haze Normal more on warm and rainy days Keep the 404 tucked away in my sleeve Aesop garments add plus 10 to my steez One puff and my weight's lighter than trees Two puffs and my high is higher yet Please count your victories and tailor me a gentleman's suit and see if I'm green with accents and a sexy pink and a Kodiak mink to match what you think. 
I stray from bitches when their visions are bank. Kuna just a poet and that's all he lets them think. When they finally get to witness firsthand my second form. A holy light burns doors down. Demolish your stuck in this small town syndrome. Clowns well read, red and rounded. Wild tramps scamp around the tourists. Burn the witches at the entrance to the forest. So the poorest farmers don't ignore it. Get me off this fucking island Find the truth of mine Read around the world that scrolls across my eyelids I reside on an elevated astral plane They pay to watch me demonstrate Exactly how I levitate Listen Calling all members of the council Safety meeting and news announcements We're approaching the end of this chapter Calculate for unknown factors I'm on the brink of space and time Or somewhere online Losing my mind to the instant gratification Taste all my vices at once And begrudgingly embrace them When it seems no paths adjacent Are worth applying the patience It's just like, you know what? Let's just get through this let's Get through this month Let's get the recording done Because it might be over already yeah. I, I, I just, I don't know And um, And it kills me to think that You know, what we're doing now What we come up with, that might be yeah, yeah, he did, and it's great. And I want to get it recorded because I want yep. it to exist. Yep, you want it to be. And yep. I agree entirely with that. Yeah, that may be it. You know, I, I, I don't know. I got a lot of. I'm hoping it's not. I feel that way every of, single you know, day. I got a lot of shit in my life right now that I'm trying to figure out, and you know, it's just that like, okay, well, I'm 48 years old. Maybe it's time to curl the fuck up. And I'm like, oh, shit. Well, what does that mean? Yeah, no, that just. And I don't know. I don't have an answer for it, but it's like, well. I can't answer it. I feel that way at no, 21, and I'm like, what the hell is, like... What the well, I'll tell you what, it's, I, I, I'd much rather feel it as 21 than 48. Trust I don't me. know, man. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, trust me. Yeah, a lot more yeah, a lot more shit in the wagon I'm dragging to, you know, the, to just go, eh. You know, and I'm excited for you. People are like, oh, man, or how you feel? I'm like, I'm thrilled. I'm excited for everybody, for everything. I'm thrilled for whatever's coming for me. I have no idea what it is, but you know what? It's life, man. Yeah. And you either it's you either go at it, you either square your shoulders up and you go at it, or you you cower, you know. And I feel like I've, I've I feel like there's a lot of shit that I've just ducked and weaved for a very long time, and hadn't gone away. It's still swinging, so it's like, well, all right, time to square up and go at it. And if yeah. it takes me out, it takes me out. And if it doesn't, I'm gonna whip its ass.